0: and Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, and in the lives of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Okay, are we ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 61, number 61, and is titled, Lay Up for Yourselves. It's found in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 20, and I'll read it to you in the King James Bible. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Amen. Uh, This discourse includes Matthew chapter six verses nineteen through twenty-one, and our seed title, which is "Lay Up for Yourselves," is in Matthew six twenty. You know what a crazy week it's been. I don't hope this. I do hope this letter and episode on this show finds you well and at peace with the Lord. May the Lord Jesus Christ find you diligently at work when He returns. And God bless you, my friend. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for helping us to be out in the field, diligently and vigilantly laboring for your harvest. Thank you for sending us the promise of the Father, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us how to labor effectively in the fields that are white for harvest. Thank you for showing us where we need to be and what you want us to be doing. What a great joy it is to have you in us and us to be in You. Praise the Lord for all His glory and all His peace and mercy and truth that fully surrounds us and protects us from the enemy. Thank You, Father. We love You and adore You. In Your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, I am off and running on this Sunday prayer letter, it seems like. I'm just going right through this letter. It is quite a long letter. I've had to cut out lots of different bits and pieces to make it... Uh, even more digestible, <laughs> because even is long for me, and I'm used to very long letters and long shows. Uh, my name is Preacher John, John Shuck. I'm here in Boulder, Colorado. I am a church builder. I am building a new missionary church here in Boulder and the state of Colorado. Our church is Gospel Evangelist Church. It is founded upon Mark 16, 15 through 20, and I've been ministering and preaching for a very long time, and this is my offering, I guess, to the Lord to spend the rest of my life on earth uh, serving the Lord. I'm 67, been retired for four years, and I am serving the Lord full-time, six and seven days a week. The seventh day, I'm really not working, I'm spending in the Lord. Today is the Sabbath, this is Saturday, uh, May 15th. 2021, and I just spend the entire day resting in the Lord. I don't answer the phone, don't do text, don't do email, don't. I just, I just rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's what He asked me to do four years ago. He asked me to set Saturday aside uh, as a Sabbath unto Him and to rest and be with Him the entire day. At the end of the day or towards the later part of the afternoon, uh, I sit down at my desk with... my Bible and my tools I have here, and I write the Sunday prayer letter, and it's such a joy to me to write this letter. It's like I'm sitting at the feet of Jesus as he talks to me. I, I can't seem to write everything I hear in the letter, but I write as much as I can in the letter. It's quite amazing how the letter keeps coming out of me week after week after week, month after month after month. I've been writing them since 2018. I looked back through some of my files here. I thought it was 2019, but it was actually in the first, uh, I think the summer of 18, 2018, I started writing these letters. They weren't called Sunday prayer letters in the beginning. They were simply a scripture discourse that I wrote out of my studies of the Word of God. Which I've been placing these discourses into a book, and I should have three books coming out here pretty soon. I don't know when, but uh, soon. S <laughs> O O N, soon, I hope. <laughs> and I use the Sunday prayer letter as my script for this show. We also use the Sunday prayer letter in our house church on Wednesday. And we also use it in our Sunday services and throughout the week as I'm banner preaching and ministering on the streets, I use this letter and the scriptures found within it to do my uh, preaching from. It keeps us all in one accord so we all know where we're standing in the Word of God because the Word of God is a very big book, as we all know, and there's all too often everyone seems to be standing someplace different and everyone seems to be thinking about other things But in our church, we have a tendency to be in line with the word one accord. In other words, that seems to be an important topic in our church, one accord. And that was one of the reasons for the Sunday prayer letter. I started doing the podcast show because I had some people ask if I could do the letter in an audio format. And I thought, oh. That sounds like a good idea, and that's what I've been doing for the last couple years. I've got 61 episodes now. This is number 61, and um, it seems to be going pretty good. So let's just jump back into our letter. And another key note, or two of them, before we get started, is I do add little side notes as I go through the letter that is not in the letter. Sometimes I do not read parts of the letter onto the show, and I don't edit these shows. What comes out of me stays on the show because I feel like the Holy Ghost can use everything about me, uh, mainly for an example. I set myself up as an example for everyone, be it, you know, high or low. If My thought is that if, man, if John can do that, I can do a whole lot better <laughs> at that. So that'll get him out there on the street or doing videos or podcasts or writing letters or writing books or just preaching the gospel anywhere they are. I just want to be a tool that the Lord is using to get others out into the field. Amen. So back to our letter here. Isn't it wonderful that God allows us to pray to him, even when things seem to be so difficult for some of us at times? God is good and cannot be compared to anything that we are aware of. In other words, as in Romans 8.18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's Romans 8.18 in the King James Version. And as you know, I preach only, only, and solely, and completely, fully, out of the King James Bible, and I use no other version at all, or any other dictionary, or any other lexicon, or any other commentary whatsoever. I am strictly in the King James Bible for many, many, many various reasons that I have found and have studied for the last seven years. So let us all remember that God is Almighty and that God is the Creator of all. Let us never forget or lay aside the thoughts of God, but rather always have God on our mind and in our mouth, speaking of His glory and majesty. Remember that God records everything, and all things will come to justice. The scales will balance one day. Amen. Our previous Sunday prayer letter was titled, or is titled, Good Soldier of Jesus Christ, and is in a possible series that is leading us along a path of how God provides to all of us, sort of in the topic of giving. The letter and podcast was interesting to me, and I had the opportunity to read and listen to the show many times through the week, even was able to preach every day on the title and letter. I loved the message. Today's current Sunday prayer letter is titled Lay Up for Yourselves and is found in Matthew and in several books of the Holy Bible. I like it because this is a topic and a discourse that I've preached on for quite some time in the last several years, and I hope today will be a joy to you as well to read and to listen on our podcast show. In this certain letter, I think we'll be only going over a few scriptures relating to this topic, rather than the entire message that covers probably a dozen plus pages or more that I've written on before. We'll see what the Holy Ghost has for us here in this Sunday prayer letter. And today I am actually drinking a tea that is really Tasty. I've tried it several times. You've heard me say it on the show quite a bit. It's called Red Zinger, and it's from Celestial Seasonings right here in Boulder, Colorado. It's a deep, dark red, kind of a velvety, red velvet color, and it's so smooth. It's just, I don't know what it does. It just, it just tingles your toes almost. And I'm just going to take a quick sip here. Mmm. It kind of quiets my nerves when I'm on the show for some reason I just get really nervous when I start reading this letter. I feel like everybody's watching me <laughs> or listening to me. <laughs> so anyways, so let's place the context of at least six scriptures here so that we can get a fuller view before we dissect the many bits and pieces of our topic. I have three verses here, Matthew 6:19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Matthew 6.20 But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And lastly, Matthew 6.21 For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So in Matthew 6.20 But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor, nor ruth, rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Wow, that's a tongue twister, isn't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going to read it again right for a few more moments. <laughs> you know, the title of our letters found here in this scripture, Lay Up for Yourselves. So let's define each of the individual words in our title. Let's see, there's one, two, three, four. Lay up for yourselves. There's four four words in our title. So the first word is lay, L-A-Y, L-A-Y, lay. This small, single word says much more than meets the eye. It is actually found in the word slay, S-L-A-Y, which means to put down or strike or beat down. Also, it is a sort of primitive word for the killing in battle like to strike or beat the man or beast to destroy. Now, how about that for a little three-letter word that we most likely never think about? Can you see here that words are very, very important and not to be taken lightly or flippantly? Be extremely cautious of your word selection, This could be one more reason why the Holy Ghost is having me be overly direct and sticking with the King James Bible. His request to me was to be exact and precise in the King James. In other words, if what I am saying or writing or generally is not in the King James Bible, then change it to match exactly, with some tiny exceptions to spelling. So in this context, the word says to lay up rather than lay down. It tells us exactly what we are to do in a simple two-word phrase. Amazing, isn't it? By the word, by the way, the word slay, S-L-A-Y, is first found in Genesis chapter 4, verses 14 and 15, and it talks of Cain. And the word up... Oddly, up, U P, up. Oddly, as I was looking for this single word to first appear in Scripture, I couldn't find it. <laughs> I couldn't. I had to place a period after the word for my Concordance app to find the word. Then the word appeared in 66 Old Testament verses and in 12 New Testament verses, all appearing at the end of a sentence. I don't know why that catches my attention, but this is what I say to people when I hand out my gospel track. It's a Chick publication, C-H-I-C-K, Chick publication. The one I use is titled, This Was Your Life. And a little note here, and it's in my letter. If you don't have one of these uh, Chick track publications titled, This Was Your Life, and would like one, I'd be happy to mail you one simply forward your postal address and and uh, one will be on the way to you. It also has all my contact information custom printed on the back so that you can contact me or check me out. This last time this word up. So the, the last mention of the word I guess was what I'm trying to say it is mentioned in Revelation chapter 8 verse 7. And I have a little quote here, and all green grass was burnt up. All green grass was burnt up. Do you see it or do you hear it? All green grass was burnt up. Listen again, okay? All green grass was burnt up. Okay. In the U.S., we call our money greenbacks. It's a slang term going back to the Civil War when our paper currency was printed in green, green ink. Green, G-R-E-E-N, green ink. And this also brought to, uh, was also going to refer back to our scripture in Matthew 6.20. I think that's really amazing. I, you know, so then when the word up refers to ascending or to raise to a law for on high, you can see again how amazing words are and how important they are, they really are, and I know I kind of bumbled that f- last couple of paragraphs up, but that's the, uh, the, uh, that's what I leave on the show to let everyone know if I can do this, you can do it too, okay, <laughs> it's just the way it is, man, I'm sorry, <laughs> so the next word is four. now this little word is also of great importance, it refers to the idea of to pass, to advance, to reach, or to stretch. Sort of like refers to in place of something or instead of something, and even noting a resemblance to and to exchange. So the word for, F-O-R, is so vast that there is no way that I could easily place all the references to what this word means. And I looked it up in my dictionary, my and it was huge. I mean, it was just a massive definition for just that three little word of four. I used the Daniel Webster's 1828 Dictionary and is inside my Sword Searcher Bible software, of which I purchased uh, and own on, uh, for my ministry. And if you'd like more information on this, I would be glad to forward it to you. That's on the Sword Searcher Bible software. Besides using the above-mentioned dictionary, my first search is always to my King James Bible Concordance app, the SCORBY app. SCORBY is S-C-O-U-R-B-Y, SCORBY app, A-P-P. Then when I find the location, I look up in my local Church Bible Publishers, Holy Bible. The other publishing house I use is Church Bible Publisher. They are somewhat connected but now are a little different from each other and publish the Oxford and Cambridge text blocks. These are the most accurate King James Bibles that I have found. Yes, I know there are many other publishers of the KJV, but my caution to you is be alert to altered text and other things that may change. Amen. So another word here, so uh, lay up for yourselves treasures. So the next word here is yourselves. Here is a peculiar word that most of us think we know all about. It is a word that is added to the word you, Y-O-U. Something that expresses distinction emphatically between you and other persons we find yourselves y o u r s e l v e s yourselves first in genesis 18:4 genesis chapter 18 verse 4 and it looks like it also refers to our key text for this letter matthew 6:20 in genesis it reads quote and rest yourselves under the tree unquote rest yourselves under the tree. The context is recorded in Scripture that the Lord appeared unto Abraham. Amazing, huh? God is so cool. From the li- for the life of me, I just don't get why believers don't spend any time or very little time in the Bible. The Word of God is the most precious thing we can hold in our hands. And our enemy is always looking for ways to steal this out of our hands. He's putting everything possible into our hands rather than the Holy Word of God. Be alert, my friends. Now, here's another very interesting and thought-provoking thing. God placed this word, yourselves, in the New Testament and in His first location in the New Testament. It is Matthew 3.9 which refers to Abraham. This is just like the first mention in the Old Testament in referencing about Abraham. Wow. Like I said, God's Word is truly a mystery and worthy of our time. Amen. Wow. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? Both mentions are about Abraham in the Old and in the New when he talks about yourselves. (laughs) That's just cool, isn't it? So, Matthew 6.20, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. One of the reasons why this certain topic or seed title is important is that I see too many believers that don't take serious God's commandments. And what I mean by this is, it appears to me that believers think that everything could be and is sort of like automatic like they don't really have to do anything except stay with Jesus and by sticking close to Jesus their Savior then they are going to have lots of reward and lots of benefits without doing absolutely anything except hanging around Jesus now this is good however there is a vast multitude of Scripture that tells us to get to work. This reference to going to work is not referring to the work we do in or for the world. That work will be burned up by fire. Only the work done for the kingdom of heaven will survive the trial by fire. This is the precious stones that the Holy Ghost talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7-15. through I put in my letter here these scriptures uh, look like uh, seven or eight different verses, three, six, actually nine different verses. I put them in the letter, but I'm not going to put them on the show because they're quite, it's it's quite long. So I encourage you to jot down 1 Corinthians 3, 7 through 15 and just go take a look for, uh, for yourself. Uh, it's all about your works being tried by fire, okay? Again, that's 1 Corinthians 3, 7 through 15, uh, talking about your works being tried by fire, okay? I have three words that keep come to me as I am studying on this topic for our Sunday prayer letter. And the three words are, one, treasure, two, kingdom of heaven, and three, Giving. So it's treasure, kingdom of heaven, and giving. These are the three words that just kept coming to me, and I jotted them down on my notebook as I was studying the scriptures this morning. And as you spend, or rather invest your time into studying the scriptures here in this letter, and let me make a little quick side note here that is the reason really for this letter is to get you, my friend, into God's word, not to listen to me. I'm nobody. I'm just a servant, just like you. But what I want you to do is like God wants me to do, and God wants all of us to do one thing, get into his word and study his word. That way, you'll be able to discern correctly what is going on in the world today and in your own personal life and in the lives of others as you minister and preach the word of God. Amen on that. So as you spend or rather invest your time and to studying the scripture here in this letter, take note that these three words, treasure, kingdom of heaven, and giving, could be fundamental to understanding what it is God wants us to do in regards to laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven. This also could relate to what may be occurring on earth and not too distant future, namely the topic of buying and selling. Etc. So let's wrap up this letter with a few things here. Treasure is what you do for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is where God is and is not here on earth or in the universe. It is also called the kingdom of God, which says this is where God lives, so to speak. Then the word giving tells us how to get our treasure up to heaven and recorded for our account, which is in heaven. Giving talks about choosing either God or mammon. Then kingdom of heaven talks about spe- seeking first. The kingdom of heaven talks about seeking first, choosing first, making heaven first in our life. And then treasure refers to act or the work or the ministry that we do. I realize this whole topic of laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven is an abstract notion and could very well be too meaty to digest or understand, and this is why I talk so much about being baptized with the Holy Ghost. Without the Spirit of Truth, there will be—you're you know, going to have a difficult time to understand, oh, maybe almost impossible time to understand the Word of God, the Word of Truth. Because God's Word is a mystery and only can be revealed fully by the Spirit of God. Really, that's how simple it is. You just need the Spirit of God to be fully in you, my friend. In other words, what John the Baptist said, that Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So, however, I don't think for a moment that there is no opposition. Let me rephrase that again. Don't think for a moment that there is no opposition or rather an enemy that is after everything God loves. This is the thief that must be taken serious and dealt with. This is Satan, the devil, Lucifer, the deceiver, the one who is tempting each person to follow after him and not after our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My friends, 1 Peter 5.8, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, As a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Thank you, my friend, for being diligent. Thank you for being diligent. Yes. I hope you heard that. I want to thank you very, very much for being diligent in the Word of God. So let's pray again. Holy Spirit, thank you for helping us. We can do nothing without you. We lean totally on you and not on ourselves. We only look to you for all things. Thank you, Father, for your wonderful promise, the Comforter, because it seems that we here on earth truly need and want and desire the Comforter. This is why we love you, Holy Ghost, so very much. Thank you, Jesus. And in your name, we humbly pray. And my letter is signed, humbly in Jesus, my Savior. And below my signature I have three scriptures Psalm sixty nine verse thirty two, the humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. In Proverbs twenty nine twenty three, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Isaiah two verse nine. And the mean man bowels down, and the great man humbleth himself. Therefore forgive them not. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, May fifteenth, 2021 at 5.16 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my friend. Have a great day. Good week.